Welcome to Don't Shrink Back, the podcast version. I'm Heidi Harris, your host. I've been doing talk radio for 25 years, and this is a whole different thing we're doing. It's called Don't Shrink Back. You can find us at don'tshrinkback.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Don't Shrink Back. The title Don't Shrink Back comes from Hebrews 10.39 in the Bible. We do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed. The focus of this podcast is to celebrate heroes. Cultural heroes, moral heroes, spiritual heroes, people who've taken a stand and sometimes a difficult stand against what's happening in the culture. Hope you enjoy it. Tell somebody about it. One of my biggest heroes of the last couple of years has been a guy named Josh Yoder. He is an airline pilot by profession. He runs U.S. Freedom Flyers. He's one of the founders of it. And he started getting involved with this because he was seeing the mandates for the vaccines and he was concerned about an untested vaccine that potentially could be damaging to pilots. And at the very least, you know, he's not telling anybody not to take a shot. He's saying, wait a minute, I just want to, you know, actually have a choice here. We want to be able to have choices. And he's fought for the freedom of these pilots for a very long time. Josh, how are you? Good to see you again, my friend. I'm great, Heidi. Thanks for having me on today. So talk to me about, for those who don't know you, and I've talked many times on my uh, other radio show and things like that, but for those who don't know you, aren't familiar with you, haven't seen you on Newsmax and Fox and all these other things, Talk about how you created U.S. Freedom Flyers. What went on during COVID that brought you know the whole thing to your attention and why you chose to go this route? U.S. Freedom Flyers had a very humble beginning. It actually started with a phone call with a, a close friend of mine. Um, his name is Ron Souther. He's a pilot for the airline that I work for. We had a phone call one night. It was on April 6th of 2021. And we were just discussing what was happening in geopolitics and what we saw happening with the vaccines. We both knew uh, people that were vaccine injured. And we, we anticipated actually the, the mandates coming down about a month and a half before they happened. Okay, I want to stop you there for a second. Wait a second. So this is 2021. You had, so this is very early. You'd already known of people who were vaccine injured at that point. I, I certainly had. I, mm -hmm. I actually had friends within the airline industry who had gotten the vaccines and they were experiencing issues. I mean, this mm -hmm. was as early as probably, I think, uh, March March or April of 2021 was when I, when I had my first uh, personal encounter with someone who had been damaged. As a matter of fact, it was a friend of mine, um, his wife, um, only 26 years old, had taken the first Moderna shot and uh, was found dead on on the on the uh, kitchen floor at home when he came home from a trip. Wow. And that, that really shook me to my core. I knew that we had to do something about this. These vaccines are obviously not safe and effective. Mm -hmm. I had been following um, I had been following, you know, a lot of things throughout 2020 and 2021. Mm -hmm. And when I saw some of the research coming out of the vaccines, I saw some of the anecdotal uh, data. I realized it was something that I, I certainly would never take myself. And, and I knew many others that felt the same as me. Uh, we, we never thought that we would you know, be forced to stand up and, and defend ourselves the way that we did. And like I said, it, it started out with a simple phone call. You know, more people joined. First, it was tens, then hundreds, then thousands, then tens of thousands in the industry. And when those mandates hit, um, there, there was a significant pushback in the airline industry and we organized, you know, we were organizing behind the scenes for months. And then, and then we came out uh, very public. And, you know, the airlines that told us that we would be terminated if we didn't take the shot, they had to revisit um, that decision because they realized they wouldn't have airlines if, if they continued forward with their totalitarian tactics. And most of them accepted religious and medical exemptions at that point. So most of them did accept the exemptions, but then there were others that pushed back on it. And that's where you, because you've never said that no one should take the shot. You're, you're not a doctor. You're not qualified. And in my opinion, even a doctor shouldn't be saying this on the radio or TV because you're not the personal physician of everybody listening. Right. You've never said that. You've just said, we just want choice here. 
Yeah, I believe choice is one of the most fundamental aspects of American culture. I mean, our the, the laws that we currently have on the books absolutely um, guarantee us the, the right to choose. It's been illegal to force an EUA uh, medical product for a very long time. We saw this back in Anthrax. There were brave people back then, people like Tom Refner. He's actually a pilot for a major U.S. carrier, and he was one of the original Anthrax whistleblowers in the military. Um, essentially did back then what I'm doing now. He's been an incredible um, just source of information and, and encouragement. And, you know, there, there are so many people that have, you know, taken this path ahead of me that I have to give them credit. Um, it's just incredibly important. You know, it's, it, when you look back to the founding of this country, um, what's happened um, over the years, just, you know, large changes can be brought by, by individuals stepping up, uh, stepping forward and uh, pushing for our rights, pushing back against the government and pushing back against totalitarian companies. And I think that U.S. Freedom Flyers really embodies um, the importance of that and also how effective that could truly be. Absolutely. And you have been one of the people on the forefront of this. And since you've been brave enough, and this is the whole point of Don't Shrink Back, is that when somebody is strong enough to stand up, they encourage others to do the same. And that's the whole reason I'm doing this. I want to encourage others, empower them, say, no, it's okay to stand up. People are doing it. Since you've done that, there have been successes. I just read a story the other day about uh, San Diego, uh, a, a school in uh, college in California, backed down after they fought, fought, fought. And you're encouraging people all over the world. Frankly, there are Aussie Freedom Flyers and those people too, but you're encouraging people all over the world by your brave stance. And that is so important. Yeah, I think people need to realize that the actions you take as an individual, even when you think that no one's watching, yes. um, it truly does have an impact, regardless of whether you see someone watching you or not. They are. People are paying attention. And when you take out and you take a or when you step out and you take a bold stand against something, um, you, you will inspire others, other people who feel exactly the same as you. You may not know it at the time. And it was actually a shock to me at how many people um, felt exactly the same way right. as I did. And we have so much support now, not just from the unvaccinated, but also from the vaccinated who were coerced and threatened into getting these shots. It's incredibly sad because we're now seeing the medical fallout and our numbers actually continue to grow on a weekly basis by people who are, are now realizing they made a mistake and they're looking for help. That's a large part of what we do as well as we've developed a large medical team at U.S. Freedom Flyers. While I certainly can't give uh, medical advice, what we do is we provide those uh, we provide those connections, those solutions, uh, get these people in touch with doctors who will truly help them, who are focused on the vaccine injured. And it's had an incredible effect. And we have hundreds of vaccine injured pilots right now that are receiving treatment uh, from the doctors who are on our team. And that's really important, too. I want to put this information up there. USfreedomflyers.org is the website. US Freedom And at US Freedom Flyers on Twitter. That's really important. So I'll, I'll post that up later and put that in the description and that kind of thing. It's super important what you're doing, too, as you mentioned, because there are so many people. You're not just complaining. You're trying to help people who are already injured. Uh, and you've seen some things. We, there was a pilot, you and I've talked about this in the past in other uh, venues, where he literally coded four minutes after he landed a plane. It was Dallas, correct, that he landed the plane? Yeah, Captain Bob Snow. That was mm -hmm. American Airlines 1067. He was mm -hmm. flying an Airbus 321 from Denver to Dallas-Fort Worth. Six minutes after the wheels of that aircraft touched down on the runway, you know, they, they had pulled into the gates at the parking brake. And during the deplaning process, Captain Snow stood up to collect his bags to leave the aircraft to go on to his next flight. And that's where he collapsed in cardiac arrest. As it turns out, he had, uh, he had myocarditis, which is one of the things I speak to frequently now that we're seeing with pilots, we know that it's a significant side effect on both um, Pfizer and Moderna's um, uh, list of side effects. And, and that's what we're seeing in pilots where often the first um, the first symptom can be sudden death. 
especially in the subclinical cases, which we know are more than 50% of myocarditis cases. It's one of the things we're, we're, we're incredibly worried about. And the FAA, unfortunately, who is um, who sets the regulations for pilots, um, who is supposed to be monitoring their health, they're not looking for subclinical myocarditis. The current testing that they do uh, won't find it. And um, so we have actually partnered with um, a, a cardiac testing company who is testing pilots and, and they're you know, it's it's anonymous testing. What the pilot does with those results is entirely up to them. Um, but we've had it, just an incredible amount of support behind that program. We were recently at an air show down in Sun and Fun, Florida, or down in Lakeland, Florida. It's called Sun and Fun. Um, about 200,000 attendees at that air show. We were there for six days. We had a booth. Uh, we had the cardiac testing um, in person directly next to us. Wow. There was actually a line of pilots waiting um, to get their hearts checked um, to see if they had any issues from the shots. And the results were absolutely astounding. Um, just over that six-day period, we had over 50 vaccine-injured pilots that came back uh, past the booth, and they were looking to to get you know free consults with our, our medical team had actually volunteered. We had some of our doctors there. Um, they were doing free consults on site. It was just incredible um, to, to see the impact that the organization has actually had. Yeah, this is important, too, because I don't want to gloss over what you said about subclinical. Maybe people don't understand what that means. That means that the normal testing process that you do does not reveal this. And it comes on suddenly if that's what they have. And that's what you're asking for is more extensive testing. Because you guys and girls have been the most tested of pretty much anybody in public transportation, correct? If you want to call it public transportation, I guess you would. You guys have been, are tested, what, every six months, every year? Talk about that. Yeah, so a pilot gets tested every year, um, you know, Every year that you're a pilot, you have to go in for a flight medical, um, but you don't actually get any cardiac tests of any type until the age of 35, at which you get a baseline EKG. And then at the age of 40, you get an EKG um, annually. The issue with that is an EKG doesn't uh, detect um, subclinical myocarditis. The subclinical part, meaning that you can have the condition without having any symptoms. And that's what that's what makes it so dangerous. So the FAA isn't looking for these issues. Right. And unfortunately, the first symptom can be sudden death. So you can see why it's a it's a, a major issue uh, for airline pilots, because we know that, that myocarditis left untreated has a 20 percent mortality rate within two years, and a 50 percent mortality rate within five years. So obviously, it's something that, that they should be looking for. Unfortunately, they are part of the problem. The FAA allowed this to happen. They encourage pilots to go out and get the shot. So now they have a tremendous amount of, of civil and criminal liability actually wrapped up in this. And U.S. Freedom Flyers is bringing litigation against the FAA to stop the shop programs because they have proven that on their own, they won't do the right thing. Um, Susan Northrup, the federal air surgeon, she's the top doctor at the FAA, continues to deny the pilots are being harmed by the vaccines. You know, I, I don't think that Susan Northrup is necessarily a bad person, but what I think happened She's a good person who got caught up in, in very nefarious um, circumstances. And now, unfortunately, rather than coming out and admitting that she made a mistake, um, she continues to go down the road of there's nothing to see here. And we know there absolutely is. We have a large database of, of the people who have been affected. Many of these pilots have reached out to Susan Northrup directly. And yet she continues to uh, ignore the problem and, and insist um, that, that nothing's going on. And this is going to end in disaster if we don't take decisive action. And, and you know what? If something does happen, and God forbid something terrible happens, right? God forbid. If something does happen, you know they're going to lie about it. They're going to try to cover it up. You know that just the other day, uh, as you know, you're well aware, there was an incident with a pilot flying out of Vegas who became incapacitated. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that was a that was a Southwest flight uh, leaving Las Vegas about 30 minutes into that flight. The pilot did become incapacitated. I don't know all of the details surrounding that. And I would hesitate to even 100% say that it was a vaccine injury. But the point, the point that I was making when I made that tweet that went viral 
was the fact that the airlines are covering it up. They're not being honest with the public. They're not looking for the real issues. And rather than actually take decisive action, they would just rather you don't know about it. So that's one of the things that we do is when we hear about these um, incidents and we speak to people close to um, close to the event, uh, we publish that information and force the airlines to make a public statement. And that's been very effective. Um, had we not done that, you wouldn't have heard anything about it. It's not like they're coming out and, and telling the passengers what happened. And I think this is a this is a large part of the problem. They they created this situation. Uh, they took this totalitarian stance. They broke the law. Truly, is what they did. They broke the law when they mandated an EUA product um, for all of their employees. Yeah, let's not let's not gloss over that. That's important because you guys, prior to this, guys and girls, were not allowed to take anything that had not been FDA approved. Everyone forgets COVID vaccines vaccines have not been FDA approved yet. It actually goes beyond just the situation with pilots. It is it is illegal for the federal government to mandate an emergency use authorization product. This is a law that's been on the books uh, for, for many, many years under Title 21. So it's not just pilots. It's every person in this country who was mandated to get this jab, um, that it was illegal from the onset. And everyone who was forced, um, you absolutely have a lawsuit against your employer and you should pursue that because without accountability, we know they're going to do it again. And um, that's, you know, that's that's what we're seeing. And unfortunately, it, it takes money to bring lawsuits. I, I totally understand that uh, acutely at U.S. Freedom Flyers. We need public support. What we're doing at the FAA, uh, what we're doing with the FAA lawsuit is we're looking to stop this shot program for pilots. And by doing that, if we can prove the shot's bad for pilots, we're proving that it's bad for flight attendants, for passengers, and for anyone else um, who may be looking into getting it. Yeah, you've told me in the past, by the way, the information's up there again. Everyone can see that, usfreedomflyers.org. Please go there for medical information. If you are somebody who's been injured, you want some medical information, you're trying to fight for your freedom, everything's at usfreedomflyers.org or follow them on Twitter at usfreedomflyers. You and I have talked in the past about uh, flight attendants who've come to you and had major problems. Talk to me about that. Yes, we're, we're um, in, in touch with many flight attendants now, uh, specifically female flight attendants who are having um, lots of, of menstrual issues uh, specifically. And we have a female team at U.S. Freedom Flyers who is working um, with these ladies. It's just incredible. Even the unvaccinated who are now flying with vaccinated colleagues, um, they're, they're, they're obviously feeling the effects. And um, it, it, it's something that needs to be addressed. And, you know, in some of the pilot uh, testing programs, the cardiac testing programs we've rolled out across the country, it's been interesting to note that it's not just the vaccinated now who are also having issues with myocarditis. We're now finding unvaccinated pilots who are also um, being diagnosed with myocarditis. And this is highly concerning. It's something that essentially didn't happen prior to 2021. And, you know, people can say it's anecdotal evidence, sure. Um, but nonetheless, the, the conditions um, e- exist and they didn't take the vaccine. So the real question is, what is happening? Right. Is it shedding or not? I mean, that's been a question that I've not heard answered to my satisfaction at this point proven. But there's certainly there's been a lot of talk of that pretty much just about since day one. That's right. Yeah. And, and doctors like Peter McCullough and, and others are saying that shedding is a very real phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Let me clarify for those who do not know, shedding is the theory that a lot of people believe that you could be unvaccinated and be affected by somebody who's been vaccinated, who's in proximity of you, you know, working with you, living with you, something like that. A lot of people believe there's a lot of credence to that theory. And it would appear so. I mean, that that's what we're seeing in the evidence that, that we're collecting, especially with this cardiac testing. Um, unvaccinated individuals who are having some rather significant um, issues, specifically as it 
as it pertains to, to the inflammation of the heart muscle. This is, these aren't just general um, cardiac concerns. You know, obviously any, anyone can have uh, general cardiac concerns, uh, but, but to, to receive in or to have inflammation of the heart muscle, something typically has to trigger that typically some type of a, a viral load as I understand, or I'm sure that there's other things as well, but uh, there's just been such an, uh, such an uptick in, in these cases. And I have a personal friend who, you know, soon after, within a week of taking the shot back in 2021, um, he developed myocarditis and he was not a subclinical case. So he actually, he had chest pain. He went and got it checked out. Um, he was actually diagnosed by Dr. Peter McCullough um, as having vaccine-induced myocarditis. So mm-hmm. he did go through um, almost a year's worth of therapy and he's good now. He, he was able to get rid of it and he actually that's just so went back to the flight deck. He's flying again. That's but that's fantastic. our message for pilots is, is, you know, come forward if you think you may have an issue or if you're concerned about it. Uh, this doesn't have to be a death sentence and it doesn't have to be permanent grounding. There's actually something you can do about it. And like I said, while we can't give medical advice at U.S. Freedom Flyers, we have a large team and we will be sure to put you in touch with doctors who will take your uh, condition seriously. Another thing that nobody talks about, Josh, is how much money all of this is costing us. You may say, oh, I don't care. I didn't get the shot. What do I care? Whatever. I, which, by the way, I don't, I, you know, I'm not going to go there with people. I'm not going to say you shouldn't have done it. That's that's crazy. It doesn't make sense to me because I don't want to judge them in that way. I've done stupid things in my life or things I wish I hadn't done in my life. I'm not saying you're stupid if you got the shot. But we all have, so I'm not going to go there. But there's a cost to all of us. I have a friend who got the shot, has had major health issues, and it's in the millions now. Had no heart problems until she had the shot. It's in the millions. So between her care, pilot's care, if a plane goes down, God forbid, uh, all these things are everybody's business, Josh. They are. Um, the, 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 the fallout from this is something... That is ultimately it is affecting all of us. I mean, you see what's well, just like you said with your friend, um, the, the level of cost that's associated with this. I mean, it, this is essentially a public health crisis mm-hmm. and we're going to end up paying with it uh, from our tax dollars. And, and that's that's really unfortunate because it's something that could have been completely avoided. Mm-hmm. I do have a tremendous amount of empathy, however, for the people who were coerced and threatened or I do too. getting the shot. And they're having these issues. I mean, we're we're not here. We're not here to say that we're any better than you as, that's as right. being unvaccinated. That's and no one it. and no one deserves this. And that and that's what I've said. I'm not going to wag my finger at anybody. No one deserves. I don't care even if you were somebody who supported the shot, took it willingly, wagged your finger at me for not getting it. I am not going to judge these people. No one deserves what's happened to them. That's right. And I, I feel that if we don't find solutions to this, you know, we're we're it's really going to have a significant effect on our industry which means that it's going to have an effect on your travel. Not just that, it's all industries mm-hmm. across the board. Right. I mean, there, there are workplace shortages everywhere you look. It's, it, it's incredible. So the, the economic um, devastation from this, um, I believe we've only begun to see like the beginning of it. This isn't something mm-hmm. uh, that's just going to go away overnight. We have to find solutions. That's why we're truly focused on bringing solutions, uh, not just to help the individuals who are involved, but also to ensure that, um, that, that we don't fall into a, a terrible economic disaster, actually. Uh, right. I believe it is affecting the workforce. That's true. So talk to me a little bit about, I know you, you're not, you're not a doctor. You're not trying to give people medical advice, but what are some of the things that you're hearing that are helping people? Is it nutrition? Would it be therapy? Uh, you know, what kinds of things are people, you know, getting results from, if anything? Well, it seems like the most important thing, um, you know, the, the first thing you should do is be, is be detoxing. Uh, that That's the first step, but yeah, obviously nutrition um, there's a company, it's called DNA Detox Solutions. They have something called the Trinity Pack and Relive Greens. 
Uh, that's something that I know hundreds of our pilots have, have been taking. Um, the, the scientist that's behind that, her name is uh, Christina Rahm, uh, just, just an incredible person. She was working on mRNA for over 20 years. She saw mm. the travesty that was coming okay. and it actually started working on the antidotes uh, many years ago. Wow. Um, I so did that, not know that. Okay. That's great. And that, that's something that I, I have taken personally myself just as a precaution, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in the case of shedding or, or whatever. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, there, there are many solutions out there. If you follow people like, like Peter McCullough um, and others, these doctors out there, they're, 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 there are many different formulas that you can take. Um, and, and I would absolutely encourage people to do that, but getting your nutrition on point, your, your, your sleep and, and all that is, is of critical importance as well. However, in so many cases, the damage has already been done yeah. and the people are experiencing the, the brain fog, the um, transient ischemic mm-hmm. strokes, um, the myocarditis and the, the list goes on and on. These yeah. are these are issues that I hear about from pilots on almost a daily basis, and it's truly heartbreaking because th- these people are real people and and they're they're truly suffering. They are. I interviewed a woman who was a, a photographer. She's kind of the den mother for a lot of vaccine injured people, and she's d- just got debilitating injuries as a result. But God bless her. She keeps trying to help others. But she goes to hold up a box of pills. You know the kind of box that you put you know nuts and screws in. Whole box, turn it around full of pills. Guess who makes the pills? Starts with a P, ends with an R. So if you're vaccine injured, we've got pills to help you. So there you go. They get you coming and going. That's right. I, I personally don't believe that pharmaceutical is the answer to this. Right. I think um, I think going the natural health care route. Uh, there are so many people working on this. Um, some of the scientists I've had the pleasure of meeting, it's very interesting. People that are involved with with um, things like Tesla technology, you know, sound and light frequency, blood chelation. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. There, there are so many different solutions, um, and not everything is right for every every right. person. Uh, but I, I think um, just you know, if you're focused on the pharmaceutical industry, or if you think that your your family doctors can be able to help you by prescribing you pills, uh, that's not something I've seen anyone have success with. That's absolutely true. And that's, that's the issue too. They, they, they don't know what to do with you. And these people I talk to and I, and you talk to also, they've gone to neurologists and uh, they've gone to the cardio, all these people with the gist, a cardiologist and, and they're just constantly going to somebody. And a lot of the people who go get gaslighted, the doctors say, Oh, it's not the shot. Or, we don't know what's wrong with you. You know, they give you anxiety medicine. I mean, that's a huge factor that's happening right now. People are just being ignored and acted treated like the, you know, their symptoms aren't real. Yeah, that's true. And that's why there's an organization called React 19, which is just an, it's an incredibly important organization. Mm-hmm. Um, they have taken in the vaccine injured. It, it's, it's, it's made up of vaccine injured individuals and they're helping each other. I work very closely with um, pilot Cody Flint. You know, he's one of our members. He's also he also sits on the board of React 19. So we're always sharing data, um, sharing um, new medical technology and different things that are coming out um, in hopes of being able to help, uh, will help the most uh, the, the greatest number of people. Yeah. And, and that's the issue too. Uh, the, the doctors that I've interviewed and talked to, they're, you know, they're like Dr. McCullough. They're trying to find actual solutions to this. And th- that's what we really have to do because, you know, millions and millions of people have been affected by this at this point. And to your point, something you said back a few minutes ago, I don't want to gloss over that either. They're going to come back. They're not done with this. They are not done with this. And as a matter of fact, our research team has been uncovering some, some truly uh, scary information uh, we're, we're not ready to share it yet. We're still working on. Come on. Um, you can on, tell on, me, on Josh. Safety. You can tell me. Come on. I've known you for years now. I, <laughs> I, I can. And, and we will soon, Heidi. Uh, we're working to do a coordinated uh, coordinated uh, media release on this information once mm-hmm. we 
have all the details. Um, it, it's just, it's just incredible. They are, they're planning, um, you know, 2.0 COVID 2.0. And I, it, it almost seems as if it was a test run. I mean, it, it's disgusting what we're finding in government documents. And of course, um, you know, Dr. Fauci and all the normal players, mm-hmm. they all have their fingers in this. That's right. Um, they're, they're doing gain of function. They are, they're already developing, you know, other MRNA vaccines. It's just, it's unbelievable what's happening. Yeah, it is. And then boosters that they weren't even testing on people that people have taken and having problems. And, you know, what amazes me is when somebody young just suddenly dies or some actor or somebody has problems and immediately the shamers come out. How dare you politicize this? How dare you anti-vaxxers question it? Look, I don't know what happened to a so-and-so actor. But I'm just asking questions. We used to be able to do that. And what's really sad is even the mainstream media, they won't even ask a question anymore. When it's somebody younger than them who drops dead on the set or something, they won't even ask questions. They don't, there's no follow-up, no curiosity about it. It's crazy. It is crazy. And just to put this into perspective, it, it really hit home uh, for me. Um, just uh, again, just uh, about a month ago, I had a friend exactly the same age as me, 37 years old, flies for the same airline that I fly for. You know, healthy 37 year old. He he had a heart attack. You know, um, at home, and it's just, it's you know, that's just one of the stories that that's just someone who was you know a, a personal friend of mine, and um, you know, but but the, but you know what I hear about from from like the the phone calls that I receive from people that I don't even know, people that fly from my airline and, and, and other airlines, and, and even people that you know, people in the general public, it's just it's just amazing. You have these you know young folks. Um, some people it's their kids. Uh, there was a an 18 year old kid, you know, one of my colleagues, he had a heart attack here about a month and a half ago, um, you know, and um, obviously, you know, vaccinated. And now his parents are realizing that was a, a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's too late for a lot of people. But um, but it's it's also not too late for many others. And, that, and that's really what, where our focus is, is, is making sure that we you know, can bring real solutions forward and change their lives. Well, that's what we have to do. We've got to be prepared and be able to get this information out there. So anybody who, what is it, 82 or 70, it's like close to 80% of Americans have had at least one shot. Is that the number 82, something like that? I believe those are the official numbers from the U.S. government, but at this point, I don't believe any um, official documentation coming out of the U.S. government. That's a great point too. Yeah, we don't really know what the number is. And so we've got to protect those people and it, listen, if you want to get a shot when they offer another one, go ahead and take a shot. We're not saying that, but people need to be informed. That's all you're talking about. Informed consent. You want to inform yourself to protect yourself from whatever, and your kids or anybody, you've got to protect yourself and you can't, if you don't have the right information. That's right. And the information has been suppressed, you know, all of, you know, since the beginning, you remember when Pfizer wanted to wait 75 years yeah. to release any of their documentation. And, and then through a court order, they were forced to, you know, show us what the side effects were. And that was very interesting. All the things that we're, we were seeing, the myocarditis, the blood clots, the strokes, you know, the, the rapid onset turbo cancers, all those things that uh, turns out are, are actually significant uh, side effects that Pfizer knew about and they were lying to the American people. about. Absolutely. Josh, you are my hero. I'm going to put the information up again. U.S. Freedom Flyers, the information's here. Folks, please connect with them if there's somebody you know who's having problems or you want to support them in any way because they are fighting for not only their freedom, but the freedom of all of us. Josh Yoder, you're one of my heroes, buddy. Um, Thank you so much for being here on Don't Shrink Back. And uh, I hope people reach out to you and God bless you for what you're doing. You are a hero. No, thank you so much, Heidi. And, and just to clarify, it's not just me. We have a large team working behind the scenes. I know. Um, I just have to give a shout out to our incredible team of, of amazing people who are volunteering their time. Well, they do a great job and we thank you. Thanks, Josh, so much. Thank you, Heidi. 
I'll put all the information about how to reach Josh's organization in the description. You can reach me at don'tshrinkback.com. Don'tshrinkback.com. If you'd like to recommend a guest, please reach out to me there. And you can find us at Don't Shrink Back, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, don'tshrinkback.com. And in the meanwhile, remember, we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed. Don't shrink back. <music>